Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Swings it out to Sadiq Bay. Gets Benny B in the corner. The Abdul-Rahman at midcourt. Extra pass. And it goes for the win. The three-pointer by Jordan Poole. Here's the give. Walker. Danny Walker. Touchdown. Smarty. Goff's got it. Back. Looks. Throws. Ends up. Yes. Caught. Touchdown to Craig They did it. Armand Ross. They brought the receiving end. Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from a young Cabrera. He's got two goals. Marking in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Good Tuesday morning to you. It is the 26th day of September 2023. We welcome you here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app, we say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you. Join the program at any time. You can dial us on the Myers Supercenter guest line, 866-838-4843. That's 866-838-4843. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And, of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN and streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. Add a .com to that to find our website. XB Mornings at gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox. And you can find us all individually on Twitter. Ben Glaze is at the Ben Glaze. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. All right, what's going on in the world of sports? We'll try to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. We close down week three of the NFL football season with a Monday night doubleheader. The Eagles going on the road to Raymond James Stadium there in Tampa Bay, winning 25-11. It was all about that Philadelphia defense stifling Tampa Bay's offense. And look, Tampa Bay's off to a good start, 2-1. and one. Can't be too upset about that. Just kind of is what it is. The Eagles just won the line of scrimmage. Jalen Hurts threw a couple of picks. DeAndre Swift, 130 yards on the ground. Hurts 277 through the air. A.J. Brown had nine catches for 131. Life is good right now in Philadelphia for the Bird Gang. The Bengals take care of business at home, beating the L.A. Rams by three, 19-16. Matt Kowalis, our good friend, Moneyline Matt, gave you the preview, said take the Bengals, and the Bengals got it done. Depends on whether or not you had them at you know two and a half or three points, however it might have been. So you could have won that, could have had a push. Uh, but regardless, the Bengals avoid going the dreaded 0-3. 
And they get it done. The L.A. Rams struggling a little bit. Matthew Stafford, a couple of interceptions uh, in that ballgame. Jamar Chase, by the way, 12 catches, 141 uh, through the air. More on uh, week three coming up here. The Detroit Tigers were off last night. However, they'll begin their final two series of the 2023 season this evening. Reese Olsen will take the mound against the Kansas City Royals at 640. You'll get Scooble tomorrow at 640. Gibson Long Thursday at 110. We don't know who the projected starter will be Friday night against the Cleveland Guardians. That'll be a 640 start, 110 on Saturday with Erod on the mound and then back to Reese Olsen to close down the season at 310 on Sunday. Miguel Cabrera's swan song here, the farewell for Miggy, one of the great all-time MLBers. This is his final homestand here, Tuesday through Sunday. Would highly encourage you, if you're a baseball fan, uh, to head down to the Diamond and you know get into, uh, get into Comerica Park and enjoy uh, the the last hurrah, if you will, for Miggy. Uh, Joe Burrow playing through the calf injury. He said, look, the calf injury was a risk. The risk of going 0-3 is a lot worse. And Jalen Hurts, yeah, he was playing through it as well, said he endured flu-like symptoms uh, during the game last night. Joe Namath has bailed out on Zach Wilson. He is done with the quarterback. He went on New York Radio and the Michael K Show on uh, ESPN New York, and he's mad. He said, I wouldn't keep him. I've seen enough of Zach Wilson. Hey, you and me both, partner. But I don't know if you necessarily needs to see the Hall of Famer piling on him. Like, probably, probably do without. You know, team's already starting to turn. You know, he had the episode last year where you know, he got benched, and it just it, this isn't a good situation. This is a very bad situation. He just, uh, you know, at at one point I do feel bad for the young man, but you know, just. It just ain't going to work out. There's a reason they went and tried and got Aaron Rodgers, and that's because they knew that he couldn't lead them to the promised land. They knew that. We knew that. Uh, some failed to recognize it. That's totally fine. But it's not. It's not. You got everything you need there in New York to win. But he has the lowest quarterback rating with a clean pocket of any qualified passer in the National Football League. Wait until it, this is Zach, a clean pocket. So we're talking about nobody on the defense. Won their pass rush matchup. Not a single player. On plays where the defense fails to get a pass rush win, Zach Wilson has the lowest QBR completion rate out of anybody in the NFL. There are 34 qualified quarterbacks. When the defense gets a zero pass rush win, his NFL rank is last in QBR, last in completion percentage, in 29th in yards per drop back. His quarterback rating is 7.6 with a clean pocket. For context, the average for the NFL quarterback is 70.3. Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo suffered a concussion. He got absolutely drilled. Uh, They lost 23-18 to to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh's offense picked things up a little bit this week, so that's a good sign for them. More injury news for you. Chargers wide receiver Mike Williams done for the year. He tore his ACL. He got hit. The ball came out immediately, and that's never good. Never good. And he was having himself a whale of a ball game. And in March of 2022, the Chargers rewarded Williams with a three-year, $60 million deal. So he leaves the Vikings game in the third quarter on the cart. He had already had seven catches for 121 and a touchdown before the injury. And now done for the year. That severely hurts my fantasy team. Uh, Steve Kerr lauds the connectivity of the Warriors' new-look roster. Remember the Warriors traded Jordan Poole for Chris Paul uh, back in July. I don't know exactly what kind of what they're going to do because, you know, this team runs when Steph Curry has the ball. And I'm sorry, but Chris Paul, uh, he's never been able to get it done anywhere he's been. So 
I don't know exactly what that. And, and for Jordan Poole, Michigan guy, I feel bad for him. I do. I don't know what was said between him and Draymond Green. He probably deserved to be punched, to be honest with you. Uh, a lot of people talk a lot because they 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 don't get punched. And um, you know, there's that. You know, Twitter's a good a good reason for that. People say a lot of foul stuff because they know there's no repercussion to it. But um, you know, for whatever the case was, and that derailed the season. That derailed the season. I think that we saw some erratic play out of Jordan Poole last year that was kind of uncharacteristic. You could see that there was some aggravation there uh, between Steph Curry and him, maybe some friction as well. And, you know, if you come in with a mindset, uh, I'm a complimentary player, I'm going to help this team win, you got a big deal, maybe a little too cool for school, and good luck. That's what happens. Houston Astros won last night against the Seattle Mariners. Why that might matter to you, Justin Verlander pitched another gem. Eight innings of three-hit baseball, only allowed one earned run, had one walk, struck out eight in the ballgame. Mel Tucker and his team of representatives, his lawyers, sent out a 25-page document, the response to term notice, it is titled, where they said, quote, Tucker did not engage in unprofessional or unathletic unethical behavior or moral turpitude by any stretch of the imagination folks i got a pretty wild imagination and i kind of seem like this kind of feels like this fits the bill but they're going to try to defend it in fact as discussed below under michigan law assault and battery does not even constitute moral turpitude and the flimsy foundation of the university's finding a private relationship involving mutual flirting and one instance of kids sexual phone sex falls short of the mark michigan state in the process of trying to fire mel tucker with cause so they don't have to pay him and by the way they're looking to avoid 79 million dollars remaining on his contract i still think he's a sleazeball but i think he might have a little bit of a case here i'm just saying don't shoot the messenger but is it wrong without a doubt is that the complete like wrong person you want to be doing this with absolutely But here's the deal. I need to know what she sent. Because you're not just going to, some people would, but most rational thinkers wouldn't just be out there saying wild stuff if not for some sort of reciprocation there. So that's why I'm just a little, little intrigued. He's still an idiot, still a bonehead, still shouldn't have done it, shouldn't be in this position, but he might have a case. We'll step aside. Back with more X's and Bros after this Michigan Sports Network. In the den. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. The Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. This week is not about the Tigers' opponents, the Royals nor the Guardians, but about what the Tigers have had in Miguel Cabrera. A lot has been made of his recent ailments, his back, bicep, knee, and hamstring injuries, to name a few. But I don't think enough has been said about his durability. He embarks on this final week of his 21st and final Major League season. He will play in his 2,793rd game of his career tonight, one away from tying the great Honus Wagner for 25th all-time. The only Tigers to play more games were Ty Cobb and Al Kaline. Just another feather in the Hall of Fame cap of Miguel Cabrera. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service.
progress never stops and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Budweiser Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. If you or your family is touched by autism, learn more about Freddie's Foundation at hashtag pop the tap at freddythepizzaman.com. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Or email freddythepizzaman at gmail.com. Later today at 3, it's the huge show right here on the Michigan Sports Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us. Football back in full swing. Another week of epic games, and the table will be set on Thursday night between the Green Bay Packers and the Detroit Lions on Amazon Prime Video. Who's got you covered for all the action for every single game? Well, DraftKings Sportsbook, of course, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football. Get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in on all the NFL Week 4 action with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app for free right now. Use the promo code HUGE. Promo code H-U-G-E. New customers can bet just $5. Take home $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Only using the promo code HUGE. The crown is yours. Now, if you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, wants help, needs help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline. 800-270-7117. 21-plus Michigan-only bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions do apply. See terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, and good morning to our newest affiliates, our three stations in northern Michigan, 93.7 WKAD and 1340 AM, 1047 FM, WMBM, servicing uh, basically the southern UP, Mackinac, Northport, over to Boyne City, Bel Air, Charlevoix, Petoskey, Manistee, Kalkaska. Traverse City, Cadillac, so great to have you with us uh, this morning. Big day for us, a big day for all of you, and we hope that you enjoy the program, and uh, we appreciate you for making us a part of your day each and every weekday morning. All right, we do this uh, We do this on Tuesdays once at the conclusion of Monday Night Football, and this week was a doubleheader. Next week, regularly scheduled programming. You'll have one Monday Night Football game, plus the return of Peyton and Eli. So if you're into that, uh, into that broadcast, I know that they they were there for week one and they took some heat because the way that they called a game winning touchdown, like they're not there to call the game. They're not broadcasters. You're literally just sitting in the room, hanging out with Peyton and Eli as they talk to people and watch football like that's if you want the broadcast, turn on the broadcast. You'll get the broadcast call. If not, turn into Peyton and Eli for what it is. All right, let's get right to it. Week three. In the NFL, it all started Thursday night. Amazon Prime Video, Christian McCaffrey of the 49ers, 13th consecutive 
regular season victory. Beat the G-Men 30-12. Danny Dimes. Oh, I'm sorry. Debo Samuel, two good. Six catches, 129 in the score. Brock Purdy, 310 through the air. Two touchdowns. They told me he wasn't any good. Christian McCaffrey at 18 carries for 85 yards and a touchdown. Everybody scores. I love it. Absolutely love it. Good for them. It's a beautiful thing. Then we move into Sunday's games. The Detroit Lions beat the Atlanta Falcons. Had a brutal third quarter. Responded in the fourth. Hey, look. Defense was all over the place. Seven sacks for this defense in this ball game. Jared Goff did have an interception. <gasps> Gasp. I clutched my pearls. But at the same time, he did run one in. So that was kind of fun, too. Jameer Gibbs had 17 carries for 80 yards. Amon Ross St. Brown, a.k.a. the Sun God. Nine catches, 102 yards. Lions are 2-1. and one. That was a much-needed victory. They go to Green Bay Thursday Night Football against the Packers. I've said that 800 times today. I'm going to say it 800 more times tomorrow. The Brownies beat the Titans 27-3. Deshaun Watson, 289 and two scores. Should he even be in the league? I don't know. Mari Cooper had seven catches for 116 and a score. Browns roll the Titans. Remember when the Titans were the uh, winners of the AFC? They were leading going into the playoffs. <sighs> that window's closed. Sorry, Ryan Tannehill is not the answer. The Saints had a 17-0 lead at halftime. And then forgot it's a four-quarter football game. They blow it. Packers rally 18 unanswered in the fourth quarter. Jordan Love, 259, a touchdown and a pick. Also had 39 yards on the ground and a score. Chris Olave for New Orleans had eight catches and 104 yards. Saints lost their quarterback. Derek Carr, AC joint sprain. Not good. Not good at all. Could have done us a solid. They failed miserably. The Broncos got drilled 70 to 20. How do you lose an NFL football game by 50 points? Talking about laying an egg. Oh my God. Tyree Kill, nine catches, 157 and a score. Tua, four touchdowns, 309 yards. Hey, look. Power rankings. San Francisco won because they have a better defense. Miami, two. I mean, what a Super Bowl matchup that would be. The unstoppable force versus the immovable object. Right, it's Super Bowl. We're not even a month into the season. Chargers beat the Vikings 28-24. However, Chargers do lose Mike Williams for the rest of the season due to a torn ACL. Justin Herbert had 4-5 through the air in three touchdowns. The Vikings fall to the dreaded 0-3 and lost a one-possession game. Oh, you'll love to see it. Patriots improved to 1-2 and two on the air. They beat the New York football J-E-T-S Jets, 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 15-10. Ugly, ugly football game right there. Buffalo Bills went on the road to Washington, beat the Commandos 37-3. It's a big-time win. Josh Allen, another interception. But folks, nobody has thrown more interceptions. This guy just turns the ball over. Since 2018, nobody in the league has. And Jimmy G's got six picks already this year. Josh Allen still has more touchdowns, or more turnovers since 2018. Craziness. Ball security. It's got to be a priority. The Jacksonville Jaguars, are they one of those teams that, you know, we thought might have been on the cusp last year, but maybe take a step back? They lose the Houston Texans. C.J. Stroud, 280 yards and two touchdowns for him. Tank Dell, five catches, 149 and a touchdown. Texans roll, 37-17. The Colts beat the Ravens in overtime, 22-19. Gardner Minshew with 227 yards passing for Indy and a touchdown. Gardner Minshew of all people. Seahawks beat the Panthers 37-27. Seahawks are a good football team. Panthers are not. I feel bad for them. No Bryce Young. That's tough. Andy Dalton did throw for 361 and two scores. But Kenneth Walker, 18 carries on the ground, 97 yards, two touchdowns for him. Adam Thielen had 11 catches for 145 and a touchdown. Too much Seattle, however. They win by 10. 
Chiefs beat the Bears. The Bears stink. They can't protect Justin Fields. It's not going to work out there for them. It's an absolute disaster. Love to see the Bears go 0-3. Fans talked a lot of smack. A lot of people were high on Justin Fields this offseason. I was not buying into that at all. I'm tired of Bears fans. Y'all haven't been good in a long time. I'm sure you made the uh, they made the Super Bowl. What in oh was that 07? The rainy one? Ugh. Terrible. No thanks. Steelers beat the Raiders 23 to 18. Bad news there for Jimmy G. Concussion protocol. Two touchdowns, three picks for him. I need Najee Harris to get more carries, though. I mean, not more carries, but more yards. 19 carries, 65 yards. I need a little bit more for him. Devontae Adams continues his reign of terror. 13 catches, 172, and two touchdowns. The dude has been magnificent. Doubleheader of Monday Night Football last night. Eagles beat the Buccaneers 25 to 11. Jalen Hurts 277, one touchdown, two picks. DeAndre Swift, the former Detroit Lion, 16 carries for 130. If I got to see one more picture of DeAndre Swift's jersey, because it says Swift, and Jason Kelsey, because it says Kelsey, and Jason's brother Travis is dating some singer that has a last name of Swift, I don't know. Whatever. She's only famous now because of Travis Kelsey. I don't need to see any more. We don't need to talk about it. What he wants to do in his personal life is totally up to him. We don't spend all day talking about Russell Wilson and Sierra. Why are we talking about Travis Kelsey and who he's dating? Why does it matter? And then the Bengals beat the Rams 19-16. to Matt Kowalas called that yesterday. Bengals had their backs against the wall. The big question was, would Joe Burrow play through the uh, calf injury that he's been nursing? He did play. Jamar Chase, the recipient of a lot of that action. 12 catches for 141 yards. Matthew Stafford, 269. One touchdown, two picks for the Rams. Rams are 1-2. Bengals are one and two, and that is week number three already in the NFL. Week four will kick off in two days with the Lions and the Packers. Amazon Prime, 8-15 in Lambeau. It's going to be electric. Coming up next here on X's and Bros, we're going to talk to my good buddy Nick Bumgarner. We're going to do, uh, I, do have a, I do have to ask him about Ryan Day. I do have to ask him about Ryan Day's comments with Lou Holtz. Uh, Nick just finished up that great book, The Mountaintop discussing the 1997 national championship team if you haven't ordered your copy i would uh highly encourage you to do so mountaintop is out right now amazon.com if you're a uh, if you're a michigan fan now's a great time to do that we will talk to him coming up next want to remind you also now that the sun has finally poked its head out golf season's coming to a close but matt golden and his team over at tullymore they're ready to welcome you to one of the best golfing experiences in the great state of michigan plus tullymore golf resort in canadian lakes is located smack dab in the middle of the state it's an hour north of grand rapids 30 minutes west of Mount Pleasant. It's easy to get to no matter what direction you are coming from, featuring not only top-of-the-line golf, but also top-of-the-line accommodations and the perfect space for your wedding, event, reception, or group outing. Golf season is coming to a close. Book your stay and play right now. Visit TullymoreGolf.com, TullymoreGolf.com, or call Matt Golden, 1-800-972-4837. Tullymore Golf, be there. We'll step aside. More X's and Bros after this. Michigan Sports Network. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, 
high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Elevate your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature sides, and Roots' legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RootsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. If you or your family is touched by autism, learn more about Freddy's Foundation at hashtag pop the tap at freddythepizzaman.com. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Or email freddythepizzaman at gmail.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Miss any of today's show? Find our podcast and listen on demand on Google, Apple, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino, here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. That's Ben Glazer, Ryan Elke. I'm Anthony Bellino. So great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Good morning to our newest affiliates as well. Our three new partners joining us in Northern Michigan, 93.7 FM, WKAD. 1340 AM and 104.7 FM WMBM covering most of the Southern UP, Lewiston, Gaylord, Northport, Boyne City, Bel Air, TC, Manistee, Kalkaska, Cadillac, Petoskey. Man, great to be alive. Great to be alive right now and great to be uh, with you. Nick Bumgarner just texted me. He said, give me one second. My phone is a mess. So we'll give him all the time necessary. And uh, what I what I could tell you uh, about Nick is that if you want more information on that book that I was referencing, whether you want to go on Amazon and, uh, you know, and, and purchase your copy of Mountaintop, you could also visit Michigan 1997 book dot com. That's Michigan 1997 book dot com. Mountaintop is out right now. Uh, Nick, one of the uh, contributing authors uh, to that great piece. If you want to relive and hear some stories about that 97 team and uh, what made them uh, so special, would highly uh, recommend picking up a, a copy of that and adding it uh, to your collection. Because at this point, I mean, why wouldn't you? We're at the mountaintop right now, back-to-back Big Ten championships. Everybody's feeling uh, kind of good about it. And it does raise the question about why Ryan Day had all those things to say about Lou Holtz in the postgame. That's what I want to know. I want to know why in the world is Ryan Day yelling 
at 156-year-old Lou Holtz. Because I don't think that he is. I think that Ryan Day's message there was to the rest of the world about how he feels about his team. And granted, this team could have been playing for a national championship game. Like, they should, they could have been in that. If they have their full complement of players, th- that game against Georgia, they were right there. They have the offensive prowess to be able to do so. What I find very interesting about Ohio State is that they get in these, and this is Ryan Day too. You look back to that Michigan game two years ago at Michigan, second half. Why is running? Why why are you running the football? What like what point are you trying to prove? Your offense is set up to have the opportunity to air it out. So go air it out. Just be you. It doesn't matter how you win. It just matters that you win. So if Michigan runs the ball for 200 yards and you throw the ball for 400 yards, like who cares? And what's the difference? Why does it bother you? But if you're going to run a toss-sweep sort of action on third and one inside the five-yard line, that's not telling me you're tough. If you're going to score as time expires against a team that only has 10 guys out there on defense, that doesn't tell me you're tough. It just tells me you got a good road win. Ben, did you say Nick's here? I did. Okay, that's great news. Nick Baumgartner, find him on Twitter. At Nick Baumgartner. Nick, I was just I was just telling the people, like, I don't, I don't think Ryan Day was yelling at Lou Holtz. I mean, why would you why would you go after the poor old man? I mean, he was on Pat McAfee's show. The guy was looking like 156 years old. Why are you yelling at Coach Lou? I think that's subliminal. I think he's going after the Michigan fan base. I think he's going after everybody that watched those football games. I don't think he's talking to Coach Lou. What say you? I think he's talking to, no, I agree with you. I don't think he's talking to Coach Lou. Right? Poor Lou Holtz, right? I mean, but I think that uh, Austin Nick actually wrote this at the Athletic yesterday. Uh, he's certainly talking to Michigan people. He's certainly talking to Harbaugh. Um, but I think he's also talking to his own people. I think he's talking to Ohio State fans. I think that um, that is as much about his own base as anything else. This Ohio versus the world stuff, uh, to me, that comes off as much as pandering. You know, Ryan, Ryan is not from Ohio, right? Like, he's not Urban Meyer. I think he, he's trying real hard to fit in. And I know that sometimes that's a thing, you know, in some of these Midwestern schools, when you have somebody that's an outsider and it's not perfect, they get nitpicked. And I think his, you know, he needs to thicken the skin up a little bit here because he was telling on himself. That's what that told me. I mean, Michigan broke the stranglehold uh, that Ohio State had on it by becoming a team that was just impossible to stop with its run game. They were tougher, stronger, more physical, and frankly, more um fundamentally sound with it and Ohio State got caught you know basically ignoring the run game at the same time the game shifted and there you go so this was that that's what that was I mean I can understand if he was upset about um, Notre Dame sort of like outsourcing a win there but yeah I mean that wasn't about Notre Dame <laughs> I don't think at all <laughs> yeah I, I, thank you I'm on I'm on the same page and to be honest with you the fan base is a bunch of lunatics there are a hundred in 27 other schools right. that would take 11 win seasons every like you're not going to get perfection so like maybe you know those he's people 49 down. and 6 right 49, 49 and, and six. 6 and yeah and he's it, sounding like a guy who has the record of like Brady Hoke and I god love Brady Hoke but that's what he sounded like right and it was like man alive man you got to calm down that's that was my takeaway from it but yeah 
Yeah, great game though. I'm glad. I'm glad it was on the schedule because it, it definitely yeah, provided some Saturday night uh, entertainment. Another great game on Sunday. We did a little victory Monday yesterday. We can do a little more victory uh, victory days. We'll do a little victory day Tuesday. Nick, I want to start first with. Um, I want to start first on the defensive side of the football. The seven sacks. Uh, Derek Barnes. I I really liked him when he when he came out. It just it it always felt like he was a really good athlete, but for whatever reason, it was just taking him a little bit longer. I don't know what the cause was. Maybe you can inform us on this. It was just going to take him longer to get some PT and now it kind of feels like he's got it all going on right now and here comes Derek Barnes that's looking like a real good selection yeah that was a long longish term project I feel like in a similar way that Levi was and Levi ended up getting hurt and you know his whole thing got delayed but Derek was um you know Derek was a guy who played running back in high school um he came to Purdue as like obviously he was going to get transferred over to linebacker but I don't think he really started to take it serious as a defensive player until you know middle of his college career he was also an edge rusher there so he split a lot of time, and he still needed to learn, you know, a lot of the finer points of how to be a linebacker. And then, like you said, Anthony, he was a great athlete. He was incredible. You know, I think that they thought they got a deal uh, with him where they got him because he can be sort of a multifaceted guy. But he gets to camp that first year, and then he has a hamstring or a groin or whatever it was, and he missed a bunch of time uh, in pads early. He missed, like, the first two weeks of pads. And he got he fell so far behind, and I don't think he ever caught up. And then last year – Middle of the year, somewhere in there, he started to sort of come on for him, but it was in fits and starts, and you know Malcolm, frankly, outplayed him uh, at the beginning of the year. But it was one of those things where, you know, every once in a while in this league, you if you stick with a guy long enough and you and you surround a guy with real competition, you know, they go draft Jack Campbell. We saw how Malcolm played last year. Uh, you know, they love Alex Anzalone. When you've challenged a guy like that, and you and you think you know they drafted him for a reason, they thought he was tough enough to do this, and then they go out and challenge him, and he's responded. So that to me. Derek Barnes's turn this year has been one of the coolest things probably probably for that staff because it was like just stick with it and see what happens and you know all of a sudden you look up and yeah you've got a really good you know kind of a weapon out there you know in the way that I look at that linebacking core with Anzalone Barnes Campbell and Rodriguez you know I look at that, I'm like, okay, you got four bodies. Most defenses are stuck in the nickel because of the personnel groupings anyways. Most teams are running three wide receivers out there. So if you got four guys and four guys that can play, and I know Anzalone played all 67 snaps on defense, but rotate some bodies and send them. You know, just send them. Like that that sack against Geno Smith, from my vantage point, I mean, I'm staring at Geno escaping two weeks ago, and all I see is this this streak of this long blonde hair like a lion, a literal lion running across the field, coming out of nowhere. I was staring at Geno, and then... Poof, out of there. there he is, Alex Anzalone. But the linebacking group as a whole seems like they have really improved. One of the other bigger questions here was that defensive line and what was going on there on the interior. No Isaiah Bugs. Do we have any idea like what was going on? He finally, you know, he saw 27% of the snaps at defensive tackle. You know, Lee McNeil played about 60%. Benito Jones was in there for about a quarter of them. Levi Onzarike a little bit less at 13%. But good to see Bugs back. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that was definitely missing. I think they either, in the first game, I sort of understood it. I think they probably kept an extra defensive back or an extra linebacker because you're playing Mahomes. And Bugs is more of a gapper. He's not really a pocket pusher. Sometimes he does, but he's more of a run stuffer um, and all that sort of good stuff. So I, I could see why they didn't want him against Kansas City necessarily or didn't need him. Um, but against Seattle, I was a little surprised that he wasn't in there. And I think that we saw you know, the result of that, of that because well, Lee McNeil got tired. I think he played way too many snaps against the Seahawks, especially a team that's going to run the ball like that. And, yeah, I mean, the other edges, uh, opposite eight, and really I think were either too tied up with other stuff and couldn't quite help, and it just it resulted in a bunch of guys getting worn out. So what we saw here was, 
you know, due to injuries and other things, Bugs gets back in, can take some of the load. I think Benito Jones had been outplaying Bugs, so he was above him on the depth chart, so that's fine. But, I mean, yeah, he needs to get in there and get some time to, as you saw, McNeil, that was probably his best game. Uh, Aiden got freed up. And then the other thing, too, when we mentioned the linebackers, you know, they've been playing Jack Campbell and even Barnes some at the Sam spot at the, at the other edge opposite Hutchinson. Um, and that sometimes has allowed guys like Charles Harris uh, to get free a little bit and just focus on pass rush. And then Aiden sometimes can move inside, too. So they've done a lot of cool stuff, and I think a lot of it has been get athletes out there and then keep your, your heavy hitters as fresh as possible. You know, I, I found some very interesting similarities from last year to where Tracy Walker's injury thrust Kirby Joseph to into the spotlight and make yeah. him grow up really fast. And then he proved that, you know, he you know, he is an he's an, a Pro Bowl caliber player and, and Lewis Riddick, ESPN said that, that that's an all pro potential. And it's like, right. okay, that's really great. Now he he gets injured. CJ Gardner Johnson with the torn peck, he's out. So it's Tracy Walker and Melly back there. Play in the safety spot, and Brian Branch now because of injury may be seeing a little bit more time with Emmanuel Mosley ruled out, and he's on the on the corner there with you know Cam Sutton who I, I thought had a great game, Jerry Jacobs out there with a, with a little bit of a bounce back, but Brian Branch is he? I, this might sound crazy. Is he the best <laughs> defensive player on this team? Oh no, I think Aiden is, but I think Branch is like probably two or three. <laughs> I don't know if he would be past two because uh, he's the best. Right now, when CJ's out there, when CJ's not out there, yeah, he's probably two, no worse than that, because he's their best cover guy. I mean, he's even with Kirby. I mean, Kirby sometimes will take chances on stuff, uh, and he'll get rewarded. But sometimes he'll take chances and he'll get himself caught a little bit. But Brian Branch, man, like he was the steal of the draft. I mean, frankly, everybody said it on draft night, and it was it was true. And every year this happens. There's a guy, a safety usually, um, or a tweener that slides or falls because teams aren't. You know, totally, you know, he's not, they're not overwhelmed with his size or he wasn't like so fast. I mean, he was fast enough. It was all this type of stuff. But when you turn the tape on, it's impossible not to see that this is the smartest defender. He was the smartest defender of the draft. Um, certainly the best back end player. He's already up in terms of one of the best slot corners in the NFL, certainly toward the top in terms of usage already through three weeks. Uh, I think he's number one right now among corners. And maybe safeties too, in terms of stops, just like run stops. I mean, this, and, and play stops. I mean, he has been everything that Nick Saban and those guys said he would be. I mean, they were like, he, "This is Brian Branch was this, one of the smartest defensive backs that Alabama's had in 15 years." And they couldn't tell everybody that enough, and people just didn't listen. <laughs> so, I mean, the Lions got the benefit there. And yeah, I mean, he's a he's a Pro Bowl type of talent. I mean, that's what he is, and that's that's the product of being patient and drafting drafting correctly. And that hit that he laid on Bijan, that sound, that the sound, the violence there. Oh my God! I mean, I would they always around the ball. Yep, just cart me off the field right there. Just all you'd see is a pile of ash <laughs> and just pads just laying there. Like I'm done. I'm out of yep. here, Coach. I can't do this. I'm 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 leaving. Stage door left. All right. So now let's go uh, to the. I, I kind of want to go to the offensive side of the ball, but before we get there. Coaching staff wise, right? I thought we beat ourselves. Yeah. Uh, the, the Lions. I thought that the Lions gave that game away. Uh, you know, against Seattle, yeah, you have the pick six, the fumble in the first play of the second half. You know, you go for it on your own side of the field to give Seattle a short field. Like you have the best punter in the league, arguably. Like punt it and pin them, or you don't take the points mm-hmm. when you get a field goal. This week it seemed a little bit different. A little more Jack Fox. Use the leg a little bit. Kick a field goal when you get into their territory. I felt like the coaching staff said, "Hey, we can be aggressive when we need to be." But let's maybe change up our philosophy here a little bit. Absolutely. I mean, I think it helps when you're playing with a lead. And, you know, that was the thing that they got away from last week that was so disappointing is that they had a lead and they sort of got away from doing what they were doing. 
but I did feel like yes, they got back. It was easier to to do it when you're when you're up by so much. But I think they got back to playing a little bit like they did in week one, which is just like you know get a lead, play the first half, and just go toe to toe with them and, and whoever you're playing, and just be physical, be yourself, uh, wear somebody out, get a lead in the third quarter, and then just drown a team with your physicality and just wear them out to a point where they can't answer the bell and you're running and you saw at the end of the game. I mean, every uh, Gibbs' best probably five runs were in the fourth quarter. And, you know, that's that's Dan Campbell football as we have learned to know it here or learn or know, you know, whatever, come to know it in these last few years. And, you know, when they're playing like that and when they're not trying to sort of get ahead of themselves, which I thought that Seattle game, you know, you mentioned the punt there on their own side, that to me was Dan sort of saying, hey, okay, we're up or let's go kill the game right now. And it's like, well, you know, I'll just, why don't you just go play the game and see what happens? And they talk about not measuring the game, and I think that was a, a great example of all of them sort of getting back to being exactly what they are. And that's the best thing about the Lions right now is they have a clear identity for the first time in forever. We know exactly what they are. We know what they want to do. And you can tell when they aren't doing exactly what they're you know set out to do. So I think that's a good thing for Detroit. Sam Laporta, everyone's going to focus on that big catch uh, for the touchdown, but I mean, we saw him, you know, pull and hit that block for the game-winning score against Kansas City. A little whammo action, like this guy, as as good as he is catching the ball, he's an athlete. We saw it at training camp, like the the dude. I mean, he missed the pass that was high from golf in training camp, but it sticks out to me because the way that he elevated off the ground to try to go get it, I, I was impressed just with that. But his ability to block as a rookie playing that position, I just yeah. I just want to highlight that. Absolutely. I tell people this all the time, but the first time I watched Sam LaPorta live was he was a sophomore at Iowa, and it was Aiden Hutchinson's senior year. It was that Big Ten championship game. And there were a few snaps, even though Iowa got dominated. There were a few snaps where Sam LaPorta, you were like, whoa, what is this uh, against Aiden Hutchinson? And it was like, and I follow, I remember following him throughout his career, and he is, he is more of the George Kittle type in terms of his ability to bend, uh, his ability to explode, and most important, um, George is better at both those things. He's stronger and faster and all that, a little bit in all areas. But most important, what he has that Kittle and no one else have is that it, it's relentless. Relentless. I mean, he. I think Goff or somebody else said it, he will block on every single thing they ask him to do. And not that T.J. Hawkinson or anybody else wouldn't have, but it's not going to be with the same sort of effort and, like, I don't care what happens to me as you're going to get with Laporta. And... I think he's a better athlete. I think he's a better full package. I, you know, I mean, he, we talked about Kirby being an all-pro type talent. I think Sam Laporta in time could be that too. I mean, we talked that that tight end class this year was amazing, right? It was the best we've seen in, in decades. Uh, and through three games, Laporta is number one in among all tight ends in the NFL right now, not just rookies uh, in terms of receiving yards. So yeah, he's on his way. You know, I, Sam Laporta with eight catches in last week's game against the Falcons. Uh, Jameer Gibbs had a catch. Amon Ra had nine. Khalif Raymond had four. And that's all 22 of the completions. Am I too concerned about the? I mean, I really like what Josh Reynolds was bringing to training camp. Loved him early. Uh, he's been playing pretty well. Am I overreacting? Am I too nervous right now? Do we need some more help out there? I think that they still need help. But, like, I, I, I love how golf is playing. And it's like, I would be. I'm nervous about it too. I guess because yeah, you still feel like Marvin is maybe not quite the Marvin Jones that we saw maybe three, four years ago. So we'll see what he can give. And Raymond is playing out of his mind, and you wonder how long that can continue. And it's like, yeah, I mean they're getting through it, but you really would like to see Jameis Williams come back here in week whatever it is and light it up because that's the thing that they're missing is the over the top, you know, all gas somebody that just blow the blow the coverage up and create all that room underneath, and that's. The one thing they do not have when they get back to your people all the time, 
Why can't they be like the Dolphins? I'm hearing this now, Anthony. I'm like, when they get a guy who can stretch the field, they will. They could be like the Dolphins. That's the thing. So they're still missing that, but you know, we'll see how that goes. But yes, no. Goff, more importantly, is playing out of his mind. I think that's the biggest takeaway. Well, you know, God bless Jared Goff. And the minute we see the, the, the Lions run some sort of jet sweep action and fake that and Goff throws the no-look shovel pass like Tua did this past weekend, I will pass out. I will drop down to my knees and I will face east. What I will sacrifice a chicken if we, if we, if we get something like that. Because that was, I mean, that's just sexy. There's no other way to put it. Hey, great, Coach Mike out there at the Shades, I mean, God bless him. His name is Nick Baumgartner. His book is on shelves, Amazon. You can find it there, Mountaintop. Be there. You can log on online as well, Michigan1997book.com. Nick, as always, my friend, appreciate the time, brother. Thanks, Anthony. We'll see you. That's all for us. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place, Michigan Sports Network. Huge here for my good friend, Matt Golden. Now, he's the CEO and GM at the Tullymore Golf Resort. They're in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of Grand Rapids. And fall golf is here, and they have some huge deals you can take advantage of on stay-and-play packages, tee times, and more. Just go to TullymoreGolf.com. That is TullymoreGolf.com. Also, if you want to book a Christmas party for the holidays, you want to squeeze in a business meeting, with some golf and great food and beverages. Matt Golden and his team can take care of you right now. Go to TullymoreGolf.com. That's TullymoreGolf.com. They're also booking big groups who want stay and play packages, or maybe you just want to look ahead to the perfect weekend in 2024. Remember, Tullymore is less than an hour north of GR in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. Book your stay and play package or get more info now at TullymoreGolf.com. Friday, October 27th, TVs and Practical Jokers are up to their usual tricks. If you're not here, you are missing out. It's the Tenderloins at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Sal, James, and Brian for two shows and twice the last. 7 and 10 p.m. Tickets start at $59. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Don't miss the Drive, 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 Drive Tour with the Tenderloins, October 27th. Party hard, laugh louder. Details at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Tracy, over to you for weather. Oh, the sun must be shining, Dave, because the 7 for 7 sale is back at Meyer. Mix or match hundreds of items like Meyer frozen vegetables, Campbell's condensed soup, and Body Armor sports drink. Pick any 7 for just $7. There's a strong chance of saving with the same quality Meyer deals in-store or online. Back to you, Dave. Sounds great, Tracy. Deals so good. You've just got to talk about them. Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Join Van Andel Institute Purple Community for the Be Brave 5K Walk and Run in Caledonia on October 7th at 8 a.m. You can participate in a day of fun and exercise all while supporting breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. If you or your family is touched by autism, learn more about Freddie's Foundation at hashtag pop the tap at freddythepizzaman.com. That's F R E D I. ThePizzaMan.com or email FreddyThePizzaMan at gmail.com. Coming up later today at three, huge opinions on everything I want to talk about. It's the huge show at three on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.